You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. I'm excited to have Nadira Johnson. She's an instructor of public relations at UCI and the founder of Johnson ICC in the studio today. I've asked her to come in and talk to us a little bit about her career and give you tips for business leaders and owners on how they can grow their market and their firms and take it to the next level using tactics like public relations. You know, she's been responsible for overseeing multiple press conferences for governors, senators, mayors, even President-elect, oh, President Obama, uh, she's worked in helping with conferences for him. So, Nadira, welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. For those that may not have heard your previous interview here on the radio show, uh, tell a little bit about your educational and professional background. Right. Well, I um, last time I was here, I was actually working for Coastline yes, Community you were. College. And, gosh, I was like... Almost three years ago. Right. I can't believe how much the time right. has flown by. <laughs> but um, a little bit about my background is, well, when I just when I went to uh, San Jose State University, I decided a major in journalism broadcasting. I actually thought I wanted to be a reporter okay. until I just you know got some of the practical experience and did some of the internships and realized I didn't like it. But I loved communications, right. and so when I studied abroad in my junior year of college, that's when the world of communications opened up because I w- took a lot of the different classes and realized that there were so many avenues I could take in my career. So once I graduated, I went into biotech and worked for uh, over 100 account managers Uh where I did a lot of campaigns for product shows, trade shows, worked with all kinds of different photographers and graphic designers and just really fell in love with marketing even though it really wasn't my intention. I didn't know exactly where I was going after college like most college graduates. But um, it's been great because, you know, over the span of my 15 plus years in, you know, doing what I do in marketing and communications, I've worked in government, nonprofit, for-profit and um, in education. Uh And when I decided to go back to school for my master's degree at the University of Washington, that's when I really fell in love with education because I not only went for my master's degree, but I also worked at the college, at the um, College of Engineering, where I managed a mentoring program for STEM graduate students. This is in Seattle? This was in Seattle, Washington, yeah. And so I ran the program from the communication side to building relationships and and actually doing mentor matching with faculty members and industry professionals uh-huh. within STEM. And so I, that's when I fell in love. And then once I graduated, went into government, got an uh, offer to work for the King County Sheriff's Office, sure. where I piloted a program for youth working with police law enforcement. And that was great because that's when I went into fundraising and doing a lot of the community partnerships and a lot of relationship building, working Mm. with governors and senators and all kinds of different stakeholders in the community. So it really broadened my my, uh, point of view in terms of what marketing can do and just the kind of relationships that you build that can really enhance an organization just through the strong partnerships. So that's kind of where... How did you get down to Orange County then? Orange County, I'm actually from San Diego, Oceanside to be specific. And um, um, my husband, he's from Orange County, and so... I didn't want to go back to San Diego, but I've worked here in um, Orange County, Irvine, and so we decided to come back. And so, okay. yeah, after I think that's an finished. upgrade over Seattle. <laughs> 
Well, I'm not going to say anything. Okay, well, I can't. <laughs> I, I am. My brother lives I, in Seattle. I, I, I've been uh, there. No, it, it is an acquired taste, especially if you're used to the sunshine. And yeah, that's something that yeah, I'm, warm. I'm a sunshine girl all the way. Right. So I'm very happy to be back. Okay. Yeah. So you're teaching at UCI. I am. So yes. why? Okay. So... Any story. Once I came back, and like I said, I really love education, I actually contacted the dean himself, um, Dean Gary Matkin, and I told him about who I was and how I wanted to get involved. Uh-huh. It was more of anything I can do. I can be a volunteer. And so he said, well, come on in. Let's see what you know what we can do. And once I sh- shared a little bit about my background, they said, well, have you thought about teaching? You know, I think you might be great, you know, just with your diverse background and working with all these different industries. And I said, well, I don't know if I, I've done workshops, I've done seminars yeah, and things like uh, that yeah. at UC, uh, you know, at uh, University of Washington, but teaching, I don't, I'm not sure. And so I, I was on the advisory committee for an um, international program. And so I actually decided, let me give it a try and see. And how's it going? Four years later, I'll tell oh my you. Gosh. I love it. I love you it. You do? <laughs> I really Seems do. like a lot of work. I, it can be, it yes. can be, but I, I love the students. They're from all over the world, okay. and I just absolutely love it. Perfect. Yeah. So let's switch now and look at your business, because okay. now you're an entrepreneur, you're the founder of your company. Right. Yes. Why did you do that? Why, well, why did you I've take that Well, I've been doing consulting for some time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, through Even when I came back to California after being in Seattle in 2011, I was doing consulting anyway. Okay. And it's funny, because if I... I find that business always finds me. Well, aren't you lucky? <laughs> yeah. Ring the for... gong, Paul. No, business no. finds her. Holy cow. There you go. Well, oh, no. <laughs> um, but I, I just, I love helping people. And okay. I, I, I always love education. And, you know, it, I just kind of stumbled into it, to be honest with you. I worked for different nonprofit organizations and other small businesses. And uh-huh. I decided to grow it. You know, I'm at a point now where it's comfortable for me. And I really want to devote 100% of my time in doing that. Okay, so the, the firm's name is Johnson ICC. Johnson ICC. And ICC stands for? <laughs> it stands for Intentional Communications Consulting. Okay. Yes, it's all about intent, right? Is that your hook? It is. It really is driving results that matter. Okay. But I'm all about intentional communications. Okay. It's all about the messaging and how you convey. Is that work for small companies? It Yes, I feel. Um, not all small companies know this or, or want to practice. They're so used to doing the same things they've been doing for a long time. But I don't even know if they think about intentional <laughs> communications to the marketplace. No, I, I'm not being smart. I mean, right, I work with small companies. Right. I, I don't know that. So we have a chance here to help, help explain the concept to right, them. Right, right. Well, what I find in working with different organizations is that they want to replicate what their competitors do. They okay. want to, you know, have the same type of messages and kind of get drowned out. And that's not obviously not their intention, but that's the result right. because they're not, they haven't found their voice. And so what I do is really help them figure out, okay, what, what makes you different from your competitors? How are we going to convey that message? And then also developing a great message that explains the benefits that mm. their, their customer or clients are getting. That's one of things they leave out and other another point is really being concise because you sometimes you want to put everything in and right just you in get case lost, right and nobody's right. really listening especially nowadays where the attention span is so low right, right. it's so short you want to really be concise and and really decide differentiate yourself 
through your competitors. Okay, so, so yeah. I, I, I think of public relations as sometimes lower cost marketing because if it's done properly, you get some yes. almost free publicity you for do. your. That's so, always nice. So, so let's talk about intentional communications mm-hmm. as it relates to low cost marketing for a smaller firm. Right. Uh, what kind of what kind what kind of suggestions would you make to right. an audience? Well, I would say building those relationships with the media. It is important for them to know what your organization is doing. There are so many different innovative initiatives that companies are taking that really contribute to their industry. You want to make sure that they know what you're doing. Okay. Invite them to your events. Invite them to you know find out about your product launch or uh, initiative that you're taking. Those kinds of things that really go a long way. They're becoming an advocate for you, and now they're telling your story. There are a lot of newsworthy information talent. A lot of times um, companies overlook the really great superstars that are in their organization. Highlighting them, you know, if they're speaking at conferences or they have a Mm. new idea, things like that, that really make your company more credible because you've hired so many great people that really speak to what the organization's all about. So does this work for companies that aren't like flashy high tech startup companies that get all the it ink. I mean, does it work for a five thousand? I, I mean, ten million dollar manufacturing company in Santa Ana? Right. Can they do it, that? I think they can. They should There's be doing so that, right? There's so many different journals out there that are industry specific. Yes. Absolutely. And they're and, looking for content. Oh, they're yes. They're looking for content, and they need it. You know uh-huh. it. And so, if you're able to contribute in that way, that just gives you a leg up on your competitors, and it, it just gives you more of a speaks to the asset that you are in your organization. So we're talking with Nadir Johnson. She is a professor, or instructor, excuse me, at UCI, as well as the founder and owner of Johnson ICC. So it seems to me that one of the comparative advantages of smaller companies, you said earlier, find your voice, right. that the president, owner, founder of the company can have a voice. Right? right, because oh, it's yes. their business. It is, and they're not. Um, they're able to create a brand that is even a superset of their company. Absolutely, it gives the company a personality. Yes, you know, you want to be able to for people to see your brand and know what it's all about, and, and if they it, identify with it. And in your industry, if you're a go-to person for a quote on a topic that's affecting your industry, that's free advertising it for is. your company. Because oh it's going to say, right, Nadira uh, Johnson, you. founder of Johnson ICC, right. so your brand is out there. Exactly. Exactly. How to... Okay, we're going to have to take a break. Okay. Can we talk a little bit about... Please. Okay, so don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a very short break. It's a very short break. Believe me, if you're listening to us live on the stream at octalkradio.net, don't leave your computer. And if you're listening to us as a podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, believe me, you don't have to hit that skip forward 30 seconds. It's a short uh, talk about what I do, and then we'll be back after this word. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. 
Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. Told you it would be quick. All right, you're listening to, yeah, Critical Mass Radio Show. Nadira Johnson is my guest. And I, I, I said before the break, in my experience, people who can get become quotable quote sources for editors and, and writers get a lot of free publicity for their firm. Yes. And and you don't have to and be themselves. you don't have to be quoted in the Wall Street Journal, right? I mean, it's almost better to be quoted in the trade magazines that mm-hmm. address your audience. Right? It, do you help clients with a strategy to become kind of a thought leader, or at least I a, do. I a higher do. profile article writing, pitching. They have so much to say. There's so much knowledge, you know, and especially working with educators, they have just a wealth of knowledge, and so. You know, there's professors that I've worked with that have come up with different apps, and, you know, they've, they've had different ideas. They've spoken at conferences, different things like that. And so pitching those ideas to journals have always been very helpful okay. and has helped them get more exposure, not just for the organization, but for them as the professional. Because, you know, you're not really defined by, you know, the company you work with. You know, you want to make sure that you're an asset yes. to that industry. And right. so it really does speak volumes in terms of when you move on to different positions that you are looked at as a credible source. So let's say you hypothetically pitched an industry publication, a, a story that Rick Franzi, the CEO of Critical Mass for Business, is going. You p- got him to say yes to a pitch idea. Right. Who writes it? I write it. Thank you. <laughs> Yes. Right? In your words, I mean, obviously you don't want to lose a personality. Yes. But, you know, I'm definitely definitely cognizant of the kind of points that you want to make, the kind of tone that you want to have. We work together to do that. Do you find these publications receptive to your pitch ideas? I do. I do. Okay. And it kind of goes back to what I said in building those relationships with media, print, commu- you know, p- print publications and so forth. They'll know who I am. You know, when I pitch it, right. you know, they, they're going to trust that, hey, this is a great source that you need to highlight. It seems to me that um, the whole publishing industry is under a lot of pressure financially, and that means usually that they make cutbacks, and usually that means they make cutbacks on ancillary employees, right. and they're left with just a few people to do all the work, right. which means these writers must be either super busy or maybe they're even freelancers now who yes. are pitching their ideas. So you're actually helping a writer get I a job, think, maybe. Right, right, right. And even on the social media stream as well. You know, when, when you do have uh, ideas and, you know, you're even contributing to forums, it just goes a long okay. way because okay. then, you know, it's reposting and you're getting more advocates that are really promoting who you are and right. what you have to say. That's right. With social media mm-hmm. now, you can go oh, around yeah. the man, oh, right? And you can reach an audience you're directly, you can, right? Yes. Right. Through LinkedIn. It's, There's a lot of it's groups. It's so organic. Yes. Right. So absolutely. is this the kind of work that you do for Sorry. private industry? I do. Okay. Yes. So you're, you're a, a knowledgeable public relations consultant who works on intentional communications. I do. Okay. Yes. And it's education-based. So what's an ideal client for you then? I would say a small business. Okay. I really like working in education. It's just what I'm founded on. I love it. Okay. And, um, you know, nonprofit organizations. You know, as I mentioned, I've worked in so many different sectors, but knowing the culture and I just love helping people do good work. Uh Mm -hmm. Sometimes I find companies, for whatever reason, don't talk enough about what they're doing. Either prideful or afraid the competition is going to learn something or for whatever reason, they keep their light under a bushel. Right. Which I think they shouldn't do. No, no. And again, it kind of goes back to what I said and being clear and concise, knowing who you are. Why do you exist? You know, why should people listen to what you have to say or, you know, purchase your service or product? Yeah. Okay. Do you consult to yourself? 
Because <laughs> sometimes shoemaker children, you know, you help everybody else. Go, hey, I haven't done a post, uh, blog post in forever. I'm always learning. Okay. And trying new things. Right, because right? technology is your friend in your space, it is. right? I would it think, because it gives you a thousand points of light potentially. Right. Okay, so can you think about a time where you built a plan or a strategy and the results were different than your intended results? And kind of just explain that for our right. audience. Well, when I was a director of um, marketing and PR for Coastline College, being new, actually, it was around the time I came in for the you know for the first time uh-huh. on the radio show, and we have been around since 1976. You know the, the the college, and the problem was the challenge, I should say, was that a lot of locals didn't know who the college, you know, what the college is. Right, and so I had to create a campaign that was more locally based. I decided to do some bus ads. Very simple, nothing too extravagant, but it made such a huge impact. It was really funny because we not only got a lot of the exposure that we were looking for and visibility, it really helped with our enrollment and for on-site enrollment. Wow. And then also it really provided more of a people at the college really loved seeing their school out there and mm. so it really provided more school spirit okay you know which was very unexpected you know right. I, I thought oh, okay just a little exposure but now i'm seeing more community colleges do that for uh-huh. the first time so it's- how did you how did you divine or decide that bus advertising was a good idea was that organic it's, with you it, or yeah, did you something see i thought about because we're on the street all the time. You know, I'm always seeing bus ads go. Uh-huh. And it's very unconscious. You know, when you're seeing um, advertisements, billboards, I even did that. Not that you're going to go to the website right away, but right. it stays in your mind. So when someone says it, like, oh, I remember. I saw a bus ad or I saw a billboard. It uh-huh. just, it kind of just, you know, really speaks to what you're trying to do. Anyway, the brand awareness, the brand visibility. So how did you, how did you, how were you able to connect the bus advertising and the other advertising you did back to an, an increase in enrollment. Right. So what I did was I looked at the analytics. When we ran the bus ads, I found that it spiked quite a bit. Really? Yes. Quite a bit. And once it ended, it kind of went down. So we saw a lot of web traffic. Uh-huh. And then, you know, once we looked through the click-throughs, you know, going into enrollment or applying, we saw a lot of spikes. Wow. So I would always measure... Again, having those measurables to see, right. are the campaigns working? Right. And I was able to see that and know that, oh, my goodness, there's a lot more exposure and you know interest in the college when we're running these bus ads. So the college would have been happy at some level to have awareness go up. Right. Driving enrollment rings the cash register of the business model. So that's that was a powerful unintended <laughs> it, consequence. It was definitely. I, oh. I, I, yeah. You're like a hero on campus, man. Now they're, yay, yay, look at all these students. Yeah, put the bus out there. Oh, my wow. goodness. Is that, that cost-effective bus advertising? It can be. It can be? Again, when you talk about building those relationships. Right. You know, your rep is going to tell you, hey, we have a special going on. Or, okay. you know, have you thought about this package? Okay. And let's throw in a couple of this or that. So, Gee, Paul, maybe we should have octalkradio.net running around on buses, okay. huh? Hey, talk to me. Never know. You never know. You never know. know. So let's, let's come back to business. Where, where do you see Johnson ICC going? Wh- mm. What's your plan for that business? Right. Well, I want to be more of a resource. As I mentioned, I love education, and so what I'd really like to do is create some workshops and seminars, uh, webinars for local businesses. Okay. I'm actually starting to do more of that. 
take kind of your instructor thing and I, take it to the take it to the next right, level right because it's not all about business you know hey i want your business of course i want your business but at the end of the day i want to be a resource i want to help you to help yourself okay you know, there's so many companies that don't have the marketing budget they they have every intention to help others or do good work but they just don't have it and so i want to be able to help them think outside the box in terms of how right. they can get with the results they're looking for. right because you, there's a fee for your service there is right yeah. but the idea is you're going to get them free placements yes. You're going to yes. get them resources, Resu- and 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 my experience is uh, a mention in an article or the entire article mm-hmm. is much more compelling than an advertisement placed yes. in that magazine. People look over those advertisements, it, right? And they there's so many it. of them, right? You know, the, that's what I say when people want to, do, you know, organizations want to be like their competitors. Well, you're going to get lost there, you know. Right. We get so many retargeting ads. You can't go online and and not find something that you know someone's advertising to you. Right. So I do agree. You know, being a little bit more organic and intentional in terms of the kind of quality that you're providing to your potential customers or clients is so important. One of the one of the differentiators I think you must have is you're you're teaching at a major university, so you have to have curriculum that's current. You do. Right? So as a consultant now, you're bringing what you're teaching the students into the business practice, which which isn't, well, we've done it this way and whatever. This is the latest and greatest kind of stuff, right? I usually have uh, professionals in industry that come and speak to my my class. They can pick their brain, kind of an ask me you anything Uh segment. Um, But I also have developed my my course so that they are creating materials that they can use in their portfolio. So when they're ready to get an internship, which usually they they have to after the the course, they um, have materials they can show potential employers. Everything from press releases to newsletters, so on and so uh-huh. forth. Are yeah. they making that stuff up, or are they looking for they companies looking, to uh, help? We do. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's they, another. They're looking for a company that they're creating materials for along the, the whole way okay. of the course. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So if someone wants to learn more about what you're doing, either at the university or in your firm, how do they find you online? Wh- yes. Where do they go? They can go to johnsonicc.com. Okay. Or they can email me directly at nj at johnsonicc.com well it's a pleasure having you back on the program thank you the time has flown by to be back yeah thanks for being a friend of the program nice to see you absolutely continued success thank you very much same to you thank you all right ladies and gentlemen that does it for this episode of critical mass radio show once again i would like to thank paul roberts who's our engineer we have several high quality producers joan park crystal nunley and Haley stern I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about the CEO peer groups that I lead or our radio show slash podcast, visit criticalmass4forbusiness.com. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 